Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete. And my name is Diane. And we are here to bring in some November bliss. It is snowing outside. It's like it's starting to feel a lot like <clears throat> that season. Yes, the temperature has dropped dramatically today and there is a wind chill. Oh, the dreaded word, wind chill. Where it says zero on the thermometer and it blows in your face and feels like minus 20. Yeah, and it's weird, like, um, so we're like, uh, we need to make some dinner. Oh, I don't want to go to the grocery store and get some food. Mm-hmm. Let's just go out. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. still, you got to go outside into the cold and it's, it's wow, true. man, is it bad out there right now. I mean, it's closer than all the way to the grocery store, but. That's true. It's still a little frigid on your face. The joys of living in the city. All right. Mm-hmm. So we have a subject we're going to talk about later today. Yes. But as usual, let's sort of recap our last week. What is new for you? For me, first, eh? All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, usually you take care of that. Uh, I guess I'll follow up with the new Marsha. Right. uh, We had a new designer this week. Um, The polar, you couldn't have more of a polar opposite of the designer we had last week, who only lasted two days. Um, New Marsha this week was a, I'm going to estimate... 30 to 35 year old Asian woman. Okay. Um, uh, I missed her on her first day. I was actually at a different site doing some web work for an internet site, which was actually pretty awesome on its own. Um, that was a huge accomplishment for me. Um, it really showed how much I know code because I went to their site and they gave me a 20 inch laptop to work off, which hooked up to their network, to their SharePoint site, and I had to figure out how to redesign the site using Notepad and their 20-inch laptop. And I totally was able to do it just using search terms and whatever, viewing source and all that. But I was pretty impressed with myself after that because I kind of launched myself into that and just made it happen. Well, and you were also working, and they were sitting right there because you were using their computer. So they would be like, please change this, and they would just sit beside you. Yeah. It's like they wait co- for you to finish. Yeah, command and then yeah, then do it. Command and then do it. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But anyway, on Tuesday I came in and uh, yeah, met the new lady, and right away she seemed like she'd been there a long time. It was very strange. So and I even fit. and I even forgot that like, oh yeah, you don't know how to do this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, our creative director is taking half days, so I'm actually in charge of her already. Like mm-hmm. it just happened without even telling me on Tuesday that I would be in charge of her. So nice. like, all right, and now I'm a manager. I just, you know, programmed a site yesterday. Now I'm a manager. So let's, all right, let's do this. Um, takes notes, pays attention, has a positive personality. Pretty awesome. And uh, then she really passed the test with my superiors when it's like, hey, we're, we're going to go out for drinks. We do this sometimes. And she's like, I'm in. So came out, did a social thing, got to know her a little more personality-wise and it's doing a really bang up job of just trying to fit in and, you know, making an effort to sounds you know, like, listen and do stuff. Yeah, so, sounds like she is a better fit just for the work environment. Yeah, there's that and there's that effort thing again too, you know? That thing that is always mm-hmm. sad when it doesn't happen. There's there's definite sense of an effort to I don't know, try to fit in. Even if you don't necessarily fit in, you like try to find a piece of conversation that you're noticing they're into. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my creative director is going to talk about Star Wars, of course. So she'll have a story about Star Wars. 
It's like, oh, I remember going to episode one in theaters. My boyfriend at the time really loved Star Wars, and we went six times. To which I was like, oh, you poor, poor thing. Because that movie is, well, I guess it was okay at the time, but it was not, not, the, not the greatest Star Wars movie. And to see six times. Yeah. That's a lot. There's only so many times you can see that little kid going, wahoo. <laughs> I hate sand. Wahoo. Anyway, yeah, so she's doing a good job. She's fitting in. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing how it goes. But uh, right away, it seems, seems pretty good. Excellent. I also got some tips for Christmas gifts for you from her. So, boom. Nice. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's awesome. That's why it's nice to have, yeah, yeah, someone that fits really well into into the workplace and also, yeah, can be your your lady advice giver. Yeah, totally. Um, not saying that I need that. Um, the other fun yeah. thing is I'm also taking an extended weekend again this week, uh, yes. a little vacation, taking Friday and Monday off. So that's been lovely. I have one goal to do this weekend, and it is not going well. I just I'm trying to finish this last game I've been playing. This oh. Trails <laughs> Trails of Cold Steel game. I've been playing it for forever. It feels like I'm just trying to get to the end, and the guide is like, "You're almost there. You're almost there." And it's like, "Nope, I'm on hour 99, and I'm still not done." So crazy. Well, maybe you'll finish tomorrow. Maybe. I really want to, you know, play some other games, but I feel like I can't until I get this, until I get, like, this conclusion. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but, like, with a book or something, can you ever move on to a second book before you, like, finish Extremely it? Extremely rarely do I leave a book unfinished. Exactly. So I've yes. got, but I also, I'm enjoying it. That's the thing. And I mm, think there's a mm-hmm. part of me also that is purposely taking longer because I think I subconsciously don't want to finish. It's like, I'm really enjoying this, though, but I really want to try something else. I really want to do the next thing, but uh, at the same time, I guess I don't. So I don't know. That's that's <laughs> those are my first world problems of this week. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. So I also have a Marsha story. This okay. is the Marsha who has taken a little bit longer to finish their master's degree, and they are finally going to defend on Friday. So that is exciting. It's an exciting milestone to reach for this Marsha, and exciting for our lab that. That they're they're getting through it, finishing up, uh, so that should be an exciting day. And I'm also really excited because the other two master students that were part of our lab are going to come back to watch this thesis defense, which means I just get to see them and hang out. So well, that's nice. It's I like a them, reunion. It is. It's like a reunion because we have a whole bunch of new lab members. But you know, when you start off with a group of people. And you're like, this is my crew. And then they all graduate. And then I get a whole bunch of new people. It's still, I miss that that first group of people. They were pretty great. Yeah, so this is very similar to what I'm going through right now. Like, we have a new production guy because they got rid of the, the guy who was doing all the jobs. And now mm-hmm. we have a new designer. So it's like we're all trying to work out this new yeah. setup. And it does. It feels like an entirely new place. Even mm-hmm. this week compared to last week with uh, old, old Marsha was a very different feeling than this week. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because there is a PC who was like, oh, I remember back in the day, mm-hmm. that guy who always was weird and made inappropriate jokes. Remember him? Yeah, that was five years ago. Or sometimes they don't remember them because I'll be like, oh, if this other person were here, she would have had this one comment about what you're currently doing, but she's not here. So this story just basically becomes irrelevant that I'm saying it out loud because I can't, I can't do her justice and you don't know who she is, so... Moving yeah. on. Let's make other inside jokes. 
Make new inside Make jokes. Make new inside jokes. Exactly. Uh, yes. So we've planned a lab dinner with the new folks for Wednesday. So hopefully that's an enjoyable time to bond and get to know each other. We can move on to our topic for today. And I thought we would talk about, I guess, spoiled children mm-hmm. could be the title of this topic. Yeah. So what, what made you think of this exactly? What Was there something that spurned this? thought. I mean, it's certainly, it's appropriate for the holidays, you know, Christmas is coming. Um, and this is, I guess, where spoiled children will receive everything on, on their list. That's mainly when um, the idea was, was sparked because I'm having to get organized because I'm going to Brazil shortly. So mm. I need to get some Christmas things organized. And this year, um, we decided that I would make some homemade gifts for our nieces Yes, so which is I, still a secret, kind of. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> so, and, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to reveal it, yeah. um, but it involves knitting, and I'm the knitter out of the two of us, so I had your input and uh, made yeah. these items, and I thought, we thought it was just a good gift idea, because they're always getting so much stuff. Yeah. And it's not necessarily their fault, it's just that they have a lot of adults that love them dearly, and that don't have other grandchildren or children. And they just wanted to give them gifts, and they get lots of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's interesting. Like, it's a different time, and it's, uh, I guess it's a different fam- family dynamic. Mm-hmm. I think it has something to do also with, like, we've had a bit of a hard time. This also totally has to do with Christmas, but, like, as as the families get bigger, you mm-hmm. know, it used to be when we were younger, you went to your, grand- your grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have great-grandparents, right? So it's like your families are getting so much larger because you had to go to your uh, great-grandparents on this side and your great-grandparents on this side, and then you have your other great-great-grandparents on the other side and your other great-grandparents on the other side. Then you're a family of divorce, and then you have your dad's side of this and then your mom's side of that, and then your stepmom's this. And then then people get married. There just become so many uh, requirements for so many things to go to. Mm -hmm. And what took just a simple-natured hey, it's good to have some family time together because we need to make all these scheduled things and this gets emotional. And then, yeah, for children, it's like they got a present at every single location that they go to. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, well, especially with divorced parents, they're starting to one-up each other. I've heard some great stories about that. So, yeah, it, it sort of brings itself to spoiling them. And it's hard to control that. And honestly, I don't know if we were to have children... I don't think I can be like a holier than you are. Holier, out, art thou, whatever. Man, I'm stumbling. Uh, I can't really be that kind of person and say our kids aren't spoiled because they probably will be just it, based on math. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that we might have is a space issue. Yeah. So I may have to take all of their gifts that they receive and put them in a box somewhere and dole them out. <laughs> As needed. <laughs> right. <laughs> because we just won't have the area. Yeah. These people with, with houses, that's yeah. wonderful, where we can gather, but they just have more space to to have an entire room just for toys. No, that's true. And actually, our nieces, they do, they're in a very big house, and they have a very large basement where they can store all their things. And they do have lots of things. And uh, well, for a time, they all had their own bedrooms, too, and which is great. But uh, it does come to a point where... If you pull something up, it's like, is this yours? And it's like, I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, maybe they are not uh, appreciating or as attached to their gifts as they could be. 
because there's so much of it. Um, and that's kind of a sad thought. It is. And we certainly get that feeling when they are <clears throat> opening the gifts. It's if, if it's one whole family and everyone's yeah. given something, it's kind of just overwhelming. Yeah. And they're like, well, this is great. Bring me the next one. This is great. Yeah. Bring me the next What's one. Next, <laughs> next please. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait, check it out. Yeah. Despite all that, I wouldn't call my nieces spoiled children. Um, certainly not in the classic sense. Um, they don't really act like spoiled children. There's one child who's like a problem child, but it's not, she doesn't act like a spoiled kid. She's, she acts like a, uh, troubled child. I don't know how else to put it. Like it's, uh, it's something, it's not like she has expectations to get everything she wants. She's just kind of has violent tendencies and, uh, behavior issues. It's almost separate. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like recently, uh, the youngest niece just had a birthday, uh, mm-hmm. and you were there for a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. You weren't there for the gift giving, though, were you? No. Okay. It really blew me away when they were finally getting to the gift part. First of all, because it never happened throughout the evening that she was like, where are my presents? Where are my presents? Mm-hmm. They were always around her, and she mm-hmm. was always waiting for them. And it eventually got so late, and it was like, oh, my goodness, we need to open her presents. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, great presents. Mm-hmm. And she just sat down patiently and waited for all of them to come to her. And they yeah. were doing this weird thing, I guess because it was late at night or whatever, but her mom was, once the present was open, she would put it into a bag and, like, mm-hmm. pack it up just, mm-hmm. like, to keep things tidy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, her her older sister, the problem one, was pulling all the cards out of her hand and reading them for her and mm-hmm. like, being very grabby. Um, and then all the presents were done. And so, and all packed away (laughs) and all packed away. And she was just sitting there on the carpet waiting for her turn to be allowed to actually play with any of the new gifts that she had just been given. And Mm -hmm. it was just very patiently just kind of sitting there in a frump in her little dress. And it was really cute. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Hey, uh, Perhaps she wants to play with one of those new dolls she just got, like, out of the bag. And so mom pulled it out, and she's like, yay. And then she just played with it. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. So very patient. Incredibly. And I don't know how you teach that. Don't know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Some of the stuff, it just seems like they are this way. They're not. And I think an- another angle that I thought about this, too, is that I work in a lab with uh, a lot of undergrad students. And they seem to be lacking like basic, what I would call basic human skills, yeah. such as it blew my mind that one of the students wasn't able to use a tape dispenser. Oh so my it, goodness, so, really? <laughs> well, they made it look like they would kind of pull the tape out and you know you have to just kind of break it off against the, the razor edge. They didn't really like, you know, if you pull the tape out and give it some room and just, you know, use that as leverage, Mm -hmm. it tears very easily, but they had their thumb almost right against the razor part. And it would, it really awkwardly looked like they might just like cut their thumb off because they were Mm. just like struggling to like pull the piece of tape against the razor, but their thumb was kind of in the way too. It's like, you know, if you just pull it a little bit extra and then just kind of tear it, it like that to me was like, what did you do in, you know, kindergarten or during like craft time? Did yeah. you not have tape that you <laughs> learned how to dispense? Yeah. Um, and there's another student, and to be fair, they're left-handed. So mm. I understand that left-handers yeah. and scissors have issues, but she has a lot of trouble using scissors. So that also seems like a basic life skill that you should be able to have mastered so by now. you could so, almost argue these are the opposite of spoiled. Maybe they had nothing. 
Well, the way I see it is that they have so much that they have other people doing these tasks for them to the point where they haven't actually learned how to do them. And they've spent a lot of their developing years playing on phones or games or constantly studying because that's what their parents thought that they needed to do in order to succeed in this world. And their parents did everything else for them. Right. Um, So that's kind of another angle of this spoiled child. They might not have everything, but they've been maybe coddled is the word. Yeah, maybe. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I'd say spoiled. So maybe coddled. Yeah, different. coddled to the point where they didn't have to do a lot of these whatever quote-unquote menial tasks but that are important just you know and then you put them in a situation where they're in a lab and they now need to have manual dexterity in order Mm -hmm. to manipulate things and pipette and they have difficulty learning those skills right away some people pick them up quickly and some of them take a long time to get that level of control that we like to have so you know uh, it's just that was another interesting angle that I thought I would take on things. Yeah, I, uh, and I did, and I, we brought this up a lot of times in the podcast in the past, especially with our previous junior designer. There does seem to be a different attitude, and I, I hate this. I, I said actually, I joked when you were talking about us making this our uh, subject that we should start the show with a disclaimer saying we are going to sound very old in this episode mm. just to, mm-hmm. just so you know but uh it does seem like there is a certain attitude with um younger i guess they're called millennials is the new the yeah. new terminology although millennials apparently spans yeah like a but huge am i a amount. millennial <laughs> i think i think you are and i think it's like like a 30 you i think some I think my younger brother is even considered a millennial for mm. some weird reason. And this one thing I read and I was like, that just seems a bit much. He's 35. Like, mm-hmm. where, what? <laughs> it's like they're like 80 and up as a millennial. It's like, oh, uh, wow. Uh, that doesn't describe anything. But it is interesting. Like, I do meet other people who are like my age who like grew up in the 90s. And it's kind of interesting that there is a philosophy or behavior that seems pretty common with certain age groups. Um, and I do think that is a, a perspective of the time, we'll say. Uh, people who grew up in the 90s and who certainly like listened to 90s music, like grunge music or whatever, media, all the stuff that was around them mm-hmm. tended to be, uh, the, the objective was that the, the protagonists were never uh, heroes, really. They're kind of anti-heroes okay. or mm-hmm. the world was always like kind of the enemy. Business mm-hmm. was the enemy. Mm-hmm. It's all about art, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this, uh, there's also this sense that you're never special is also a very prevalent thing. Mm. And I've certainly grown up that way. And I know mm-hmm. I've spoken to other people of my age and they kind of feel that way too. It's like, well, we're not special. We, you do what you got to do to get by mm-hmm. and you're most likely going to fail because government will whatever control you whatever is all that bull but anyway it's very different if you talk to someone who's like from the 80s for Mm -hmm. example they're much more upbeat and kind of maybe a little naive it was a very different time very full of parties and strange horrible music um and then you fast forward and i've always wondered about this what is it going to be like for children who are growing up on this like this terrible music we did a whole episode on that so i don't delve too much into it Mm -hmm. but like, there's not a lot of content 
and what they're listening to and what they're watching. So maybe that's also missing. Maybe that has some weird connection to the ability to use a mm-hmm. tape roll because they're not challenged <laughs> in general. Yes. Challenged to think. Yeah, just that thinking logic. I find they just sometimes lack logic. Very smart, like book smart. Mm. But how things work, or like spatially, or yeah, logic seems to be lacking as well. So I, I, I don't know how you, you can't teach someone logic. <laughs> I don't know how you develop logical people. Yeah, it's probably all in the little things. Probably. Yeah. So then it gets me to thinking, if I were to raise a child, <laughs> what would I have them do in order to make sure that they have these skills, manual dexterity yeah. skills? Well, there's going to be a music problem, so that will be covered. Uh-huh. I'm like Lego, like get them to create um, with Lego. Oh yeah, that that would be awesome because then mm-hmm. I can play with it too. Yes, me Lego, too. Lego is great. <laughs> um, that's a great, that's a great mm-hmm. toy. I like think that's arts and crafts. Wonderful. But these should be doing these kinds of things in like kindergarten. So yeah, I guess so. I feel like that stuff is is a is a no brainer in our house, especially even right now. We've got so much of that already in our mm-hmm. place and without children. We have mm-hmm. a few Lego sets, right? And we've got arts and crafts everywhere because I'm constantly creating things. Um, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. I don't know. I think there's yeah. always outside influence that you can't control at the same mm-hmm. time. And then there's also mm-hmm. inside influence, like the mm-hmm. whole born versus being raised. Like yes. some people just are the way they are. That's true. And uh, that's always the fun Thing people tell me when it's like, hey, we're going to have one kid. It's like, well, what if your first kid's like our hell child? <laughs> you stop there? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. guess we'll see how we feel at the moment. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be mm-hmm. fun to see. Yeah. Um, Do we cover your points? I know uh, you wrote some points down. I've been going through them as we've been, uh, oh, cool. as we've been talking because I wanted to talk about the birthday party. I talked about... Uh, co-workers, yeah, who have given off these certain vibes. Mm-hmm. I, I've made my points. I've been talking a lot, actually. Nice. Well, I think I included my thoughts and where where this topic kind of came from in terms of Christmas and presents, but also the older kids. Kids. So what's <laughs> happened here is you have actually finally gotten old enough that you are starting to think the way I do. Oh, it was very funny now you... in the lab this week, yeah. Okay. When they realized, for some reason, we were looking at something from 2006. And I said, that's when I graduated high school. And the one lab mate kind of looking at me with this thinking eyes, and she finally says, you don't look your age. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm like, oh, she's just mentally calculated how old I am. I don't know how old they think I am, but obviously it was not how old I actually am. I had a lot of fun with that, too, when I was your age, Excellent. right around there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty close to when I met you, actually. Yeah, it is. So Wild. Yeah, good fun. Enjoy it while it happens. And I'm only going to go downhill, and you're going to complain more after this. Yes, I will. <laughs> Look forward to that over the next 10 years. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we've run this subject dry for now. I wish we had a better solution, but um, I think we will see what happens when it happens to us yeah it'll be a a 20-year experiment (laughs) um because i I try to caution myself because it's so easy when you don't have children to Mm -hmm. look at other people and their children and Mm -hmm. say why aren't you doing it this way blah 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 yes parent like this 
this is me after I've had eight hours of sleep. I was out with some friends last night, had a good social fun, and I feel great. I got a job I go to, got lots of money, we got savings. We don't have to worry about dinner. We just can walk to the restaurant and get some dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do any of that if you're hauling a crazy kid who's running around knocking stuff and over everywhere. Also, they're not our kid. What do we know about how best to address that kid? Yeah, that's true. And ours so. could be totally different mm-hmm. or it could be the same. There's mm-hmm. all these variables and challenges that <laughs> I actually almost worry that if we say it'll be too easy, then we'll get challenged and we <laughs> jinx ourselves or something. I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. Mm-hmm. So if you have a problem, child, or if you're just doing a great job of not spoiling your children, go ahead and send us an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, especially if you have suggestions on how to address spoil or address or uh, not fix, but try and, uh, you know, keep keep the gifts to a minimum. Yeah. Keep the spoiling to a minimum. Yeah. When grandma and grandpa want to spoil them and just give them 70 presents, how do you do it? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And otherwise, you can uh, visit us at OrdinaryDay.ca, our website that has all of our previous podcasts uh, loaded up for your listening pleasure. Exactly. And a little thank you to Field Processor for the beginning and ending music of this podcast. Check them out at FieldProcessor.com. Excellent. Well, with that, I would say, until next time... Take one more for the road.